these things on our own. Raul helped build this organization with the understanding that the diversity of this community, as distinct as the Bogodas of the Bronx, as beautiful as the blossoms of Miami, and as unique as the breakfast tacos here in San Antonio. Scanning for Mexicans. We've got a Mexican! I'm dealing with gun violence. What do you think about hunters? Because make about. no because mistake. Sit down, you'll hear what I have to say. What you do think? you think about hunters? You're stunned. You... There's a video of him arguing with a cooker about how much crack he has. What do you think about that, Mr. President? Okay. Because make no mistake about it. It is July 13th, 2022. Welcome to The Daily Rob. You can find us all across the internet. Just go to the link tree and you can find all of Rob's socials. Now, without further ado, the man, the myth, the legend, the one and only Rob Smith. Hello, Stu. I'm still out here at the crack house and I had this brilliant idea. I thought if I stay at the crack house like this and I do a, a bunch of crack, maybe even call in some Russian hookers, then the CCP might give me $1.7 billion to manage. Maybe I could get a contract with the Ukrainian oil company for $83,000 a month. Maybe even the mayor of Moscow, of, of, the wife of the mayor of Moscow might give me a couple million bucks for nothing. So Stu, I'm gonna stay here until somebody shows me the money. It sounds like a good plan. Stu, um, let's talk about Joe Biden first. Um, <laughs> Stu, okay, she mispronounced bodega. You know, I'm kind of lenient on people because anybody can do that. But she mispronounced bodega, which tells me she knows nothing about Latin people. Okay. Yeah. And, and two, here's what she said. In her little speech, she's reading off the teleprompter, which means somebody wrote this, dude. She's at, what, the Latinx Exclusion Conference, right? Stu, the whole problem with this is they don't see people as people. Everybody fits into these little racial classifications, and they ponder to them in such an obscene way. I mean, they're not just, we've said this all along. They are just tools of the state to these folks. They're not actually individuals. What do you guys say about it, Stu? Yeah, it's, it's very interesting. You know, I wouldn't say I'm the most cultured person when it comes to knowing everything about Latin cuisine or stuff like that. But, you know, I still have a few products in my house, like tahini and adobo made by Goya. And, you know, I really actually, I call them pumpkin seeds, but I do know in Spanish they're papitas. And these are aspects of my actual diet that, you know, I've been exposed to, you know, Virginia doesn't have the biggest Latin culture, but like, you know, I do use Goya brand lentils and, you know, in Spanish, um, I'm not going to try to pronounce it, but if I were giving a speech and I didn't know how to pronounce it, I would find someone who knew how to pronounce it, even if it was doing a quick Google search where you can actually type it in and learn how to pronounce it. But, right. <laughs> but miss it, not, not being able to say bodega 
And I don't even know how I learned the word bodega. I think it's because I like New York comedy and they talk about going to the bodega all the time. But I, I know it somehow. And huh. she clearly, despite being able to travel all across America at, on a whim, still doesn't know how to pronounce this word. And so Politico, well, you're on the plane to San, San Antonio. Don't you think you read the, the little speech they give you more than once? And two, Stu, who wrote this crap? I mean, really? The National Association of Hispanic Journalists did condemn her action. And she is, before we can even get a chance to cover it, they've already issued out an apology for her. And I imagine the speechwriter has been, has been fired. But I mean, it just kind of goes to show you that if, you know, you know, they like when they took over from Trump, they said the adults are back in charge. But clearly the adults aren't organized enough to at least make her look good when she's going to give a speech. And assuming that as this white woman who is older, that she might not know how to pronounce bodega and just going over it with her and saying, Jill, it's pronounced bodega. Just well, make sure you know the that. The pandering, the pandering to the sectionality. Everybody is a section of something. It's just obscene. Um, still, when I meet somebody for the first time, they're black or white or whatever, I kind of ask them how their kids are doing and did they watch the football game the the other night. I don't go, you're a black guy. Uh uh, do you like watermelon? Uh, I mean, <laughs> but that's the way they think. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and that kind of goes to this notion of like diversity is our strength, but their definition of diversity is so insulting where it's like you represent your the food that your culture likes instead of saying, you know, Cuban Americans have a very unique perspective. Argentine Americans have a unique perspective, Mexican Americans, you know, it's not about the kind of unique aspects that being from a country and coming from that country's culture might influence your way of thinking. Well, and they never think that maybe some Latin people uh, like Wiener Schnitzel or or um, or or escargot. No, they're Latin, so they have to fit in this box. Anyway, Stu. Yeah, I mean, here in here in town, we have Wong Gonzalez, which is a Asian mexican fusion restaurant and so that's an example of that <laughs> all right Stu, let's talk a little bit more about hunter biden um let's tell everybody we don't want to put some of these pictures out quite yet we we feel kind of queasy about it some because of the underage girls and part of it too is getting censored by facebook and they're just looking for an opportunity to find something wrong with us and i guess that will be transparent so even though it's been reported that facebook isn't going to be taking it down my account was suspended for sharing it so i don't have a facebook as of uh, right now because of um you know and they hit me with I was I had participated in sexual exploitation for sharing out the video that the Sun newspaper from Britain even has their graphics over for sharing that out. So just to kind of give people some perspective. And if you had a video of of Russian hookers peeing on Donald Trump, you can bet that that would be allowed. 
Or um, Madison Cawthorn, you know, half yeah. naked with his friends. Yeah. Okay. But we did, Stu and I did visit um, the iCloud website today and we saw pictures of Natalie Button, uh, half naked with Hunter, snorting cocaine, 14 years old. Um, we saw a picture of Natalie and her grandfather, Joe Biden, uh, basically tongue kissing, mouth that, to mouth. That was Finnegan. And that's, that's just part of the press tour. But, but still the creepy behavior of the Biden it's family. It's creepy. I mean, who, who kisses a child or a granddaughter on the lips like that? And it was a prolonged kind of, it's creepy. Um, what else did we see, Stu, as far as those pictures are? Um, oh, there's a photo out there that makes it look like Natalie is pregnant and she's reading uh, Peter Schweitzer's book, Profiles of Profiles in Corruption. And so that could possibly be a Photoshop. That wouldn't be hard to Photoshop, but that's something that's being apparently tied to the hard drive. There's a photo of what looks like either... Um, a piece to smoke marijuana in. It could possibly be used as a crack pipe of sorts. Um, and it has a Biden logo on it, Biden for president logo, and it's being held in by someone's feet. And if you're familiar with the drive and the past leak, you know Hunter has a thing for feet. So that was a photo that was sent to Hunter by someone, I'm not gonna say who, but it was supposed to be sexy to Hunter of here are feet with one of your favorite things you smoke. There was another picture of Natalie where her face was blacked out right around her mouth as though she had something in her mouth. We can only surmise what that might be, but it's another one of these illicit, lurid photos, and I think we're going to see a lot more of them. All right, Stu, World Health Organization today. These are the people who have talked told us that, you know, we got to be six feet apart. We have to be locked in our house. Um, everything they've told us has been wrong. They've told us we have to take these experimental drugs, these vaccines, which are in, in um, violation of the Nuremberg Gold Code over and over and over again. They've been wrong and they've had our, their boot on our necks. Well, these brain trusts there have now said, um, came out today, sex is not limited to male or female. That's what the World Health Organization says. It goes beyond non-binary. So still, there are not two sexes out there. There are all kinds of sexes, according to the World Health Organization. Why would we trust these motherfuckers with anything when they say such nonsense? This is kind of a uh, plea to the black community and we ought to be able to call certain things out. Um, and if I was in the black community, I would be ashamed of what I'm about to show you and I would mobilize my community to do something about it. Hey. 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 Hey.
There's a video in Minnesota of mm. these little three and four year old kids attacking a police officer and saying things like, fuck off, bitch, you ugly ass Oreo, and a bunch of other foul language. Kids like in diapers and doesn't even have a shirt on. And he's actually assaulting a police officer with this foul language. And he mentions the shoes. He's like, you got ugly ass shoes. Yeah. I mean, and I, mean, and I think I honestly, you were generous to even say three. I mean, this could be like someone who is um, like a late two-year-old. It's truly one of those heartbreaking things you could ever see. Right. And this is what happens when you tell, when you defund the police and then you tell people they have no accountability at all. You can do whatever you want. You know, uh, we, we lionize a criminal like George Floyd. That's 100% behavior that's learned at home where right. you learn to talk that way, you know. You're, you're raising young kids and you're some, you're calling someone a bitch, you know, is it, are you calling your wife a bitch? You know, is, are men coming into your mom's life and calling her a bitch regularly? You know, you think shoes are an example of status where if, if you have ugly shoes, it doesn't mean, Hey, you might be a blue collar guy who works all the time. But if you have super clean shoes, that means you're doing great, you know? So that's fucked up. And then, you know, the idea that you can just go up to people and hit them and that there's and that you disrespect the police. And, you know, we're we're definitely red pilled on the police. You know, we just put a video out over the weekend where we are holding Dutch police officers accountable for their behavior. You know, we're not bootlicking here, but we are making the point of this is radically different. This is a kid going up to a police officer without any. We don't know exactly what happened beforehand, but this ch child who might be two years old, like two years and 11 months, is trying to pick a fight with a police officer. This is something that all the white, white liberalism will never fix. This is something for the black community to stand up and fix themselves. It's the only way that something like this is going to come about. Delano Squares said... Children this young are direct reflections of their parents. The only difference between kids who say yes, please, and what bitch are the adults raising them. Without serious interventions of the spirit and mind, these kids are headed for a lifetime of trouble. It's no question about it. And Stu, a similar thing happened in Philadelphia where a small gang of just children and probably prepubescent teenagers uh, four boys and three girls, girls. Uh, one of the children was 10 years old. There was a 73-year-old man named James Lambert who lived in the community. Uh, he crosses this particular street in his neighborhood almost every night at the same time. These kids went out with like a, one of those cones you see, a traffic cone, and they beat the shit out of him and killed him for no reason. They call it thrill kills. Um, so, Stu, the only people who can fix this are, is the Black community themselves. Um, and if you I, ask me, this is a direct consequence of this progressive, anything goes, liberalism. We're not going to hold certain types of people accountable.
The nutcases in the environmental movement have made Texas have a certain percentage of their electrical uh, pro production in green energy. Let me hug a tree. Well, guess what, Stu? Texas, with all the oil they have, is having a hard time keeping the lights on. And their big um, provider, um, electrical pro provider, has stated that uh, they don't want people to turn their stoves on right now. So because of the nut cases out there, you can't even cook your food in 2022. They also don't want you to use uh, your washing machine. So you can't cook your food or wash your clothes in 2022 because of the left-wing enviro nuts. That's what I say. Another environmental uh, crazy. There's a British um, group called Tire Extinguishers, and they've been jabbing uh, tires in London on SUVs and letting the air out. Well, they've now been doing that in New York City and started to doing it in San Francisco. Uh, they leave a little card and they say, this is because of the privileged few who flaunt their wealth. If you have an SUV still, you're flaunting your wealth and they leave these little cards, your gas guzzler kills. Mm. Never please these folks. Then. Yeah, uh, uh, and they're just psycho. Yeah. Uh, there was a Senate hearing. This shows you how fucked up academia is. There's a Berkeley law professor named Kira Bridges. Uh, she was being interviewed by Josh Harley today. Clear one thing up. Professor Bridges, you said several times, you've used a phrase, I want to make sure I understand what you mean by it. You've referred to people with a capacity for pregnancy. It, would that be women? Many women, cis women, have the capacity for pregnancy. Many cis women do not have the capacity for pregnancy. Um, there are also trans men who are capable of pregnancy, as well as non-binary people who are capable of pregnancy. He goes, can men have a baby? Yes. Uh, and women can have a baby, and trans men, and trans women, and all this stuff. And he questioned her on it. And what did she do, Stu? She accused him of being transphobic. So um, I want to recognize that your line of questioning um, is transphobic, <laughs> um, and it opens up trans people to violence by not recognizing that. Wow, you're saying that I'm opening up people to violence by asking whether or not women are the folks who can have pregnancies? So I'm one, I want to note that one out of five transgender uh, persons have attempted suicide. So I think it's important because of my us, line of questioning because so we can't talk about it because denying that trans people exist and pretending not to know that they exist. I'm is denying that trans people exist by asking are you? you if you're talking are you? about women are you? having pregnancies. Do you believe that there, uh, men can get pregnant? No, I don't think. Can get <laughs> so you are denying that trans people exist. Thank and that leads to violence. Is this how you run your classroom? Are students allowed to question you Absolutely. or are they also treated like this? Where no, you, no, no, they're, they're told that to they're at, opening up people to oh, violence. We have a good time in my class. You should join. Oh, I bet. You might learn a lot. Wow. I, I would learn a lot. I've learned you, a lot. I just know. In this exchange. Absolutely. Extraordinary. That line she, of got the, she got the BPD eyes right before she did so, which is so funny to me. She got the what? Um, I call it bipolar disorder. BPD. 
but she gets these like her eyes it's like a shark where they get like these like their eyes go like pitch black and they go like they go like frantic for a second oh like they bulge like that woman in missouri who uh um, she's always the face of the left in, in imagery the, with the red hairs and she's got the, the bulging eyes. Yeah. At, yeah. She's I the call one that, gets a muscle over here. I call it BPD eyes, but yeah. yeah. Uh, but, but it's but, just, and she's so hostile. Like, how can you question the fact that men can have babies? What are you, some racist, transphobic and the, the uh, important Nazi? Thing, the important what? thing is that he he flipped the argument and that's why she got psycho. So he said, so it's not a women's issue then. So this isn't really a women's rights issue. It's a, we it's, can it's recognize a that this impacts women while also recognizing that it impacts other groups. Those things are not mutually exclusive, Senator Hawley. And that is what, you know, cause that's shaking the narrative. I mean, this, the whole crux of this is that it's women's reproductive rights that are on the line here. But if you've completely negated what it means to be a woman, you're just a birthing person. For it, I think it's logical for him to ask the question. We could probably do an entire video on what's going on in Sri Lanka right now, but I just want to quickly remind everyone that in 2018, August 29th, 2018, our good friends at the World Economic Forum had an article that said, how we will make Sri Lanka rich by 2025. They have now deleted that. Yes. <laughs> and they have now deleted that and they posted uh, this year why Sri Lanka is facing one of its worst economic crises. So just, uh, we're just keeping the scorecard on them. The expert class, dude, they're always wrong. And so kind of a sad story, but uh, Sean Spicer, who people might remember as the former Trump press secretary, he has lost his lawsuit against the Biden administration over his naval board dismissal, along with many other Trump appointees. And so Spicer, Vaught, and 11 other appointees uh, were forced to resign or fired by Joe Biden. And Joe Biden's press secretary at the time, Jen Psaki, said that nominees and people serving on these boards who are qualified to serve on them, uh, who are aligned with his values being Biden's values. And so they didn't like the fact that there were people with loyalties to Trump serving on these various boards, like the, the naval aircraft, all kinds of various ones. But according to the according to the U.S. District Court judge, the persons who uh, represented in this case didn't accurately show that they had protections from being removed. I kind of agree with the judge, and I haven't looked at the law, but it's within the president's prerogative, I think, to probably do this. Uh, the, real, the real issue about, about this is no one had ever done this before. No president had just you know, gone back and um, and removed uh, some of these appointments uh, because yeah. the greater good required that you have some diversity and such, but not in this administration, Stu. It's it's uh, kind of like the Nazi party. You have to toe the line or else we're going to terminate you. And I think it also raises the point of where is our military today? So these boards were designed to keep morale up and to be able to be kind of a sounding board on ways to make sure morale is good. And yet today, and like I think three weeks ago, you covered how 
all-time low for recruitment and how, you know, the military just gets to just do whatever they want. So there's been no responsibility for the drone strike they did on the nine kids. There's been no responsibility on the pullout and even the government board designed to be the accountability board is no longer getting any of the information and statistics and data they want to be able to even say what went wrong in Afghanistan. So this is just another symptom of the greater disease of the rot that Joe Biden is allowing to happen to various aspects and institutions of the government. And I would point out the rot with critical race theory, making everybody be vaccinated, um, uh, transgenderism in the ranks. Um, What is emblematic of this, Stu, is yesterday, a $31 million jet fighter was blown off of an aircraft carrier. Uh, That doesn't happen, Stu. It only happens with a military that isn't ready, um, that isn't training. Uh, And we've already reported about how they can't even get uh, good high school graduates anymore. So he's degraded the capabilities and the readiness of our military. Yeah, it's a it's a massive issue. And I, I like Sean Spicer and Sean Spicer is an anime nerd just like me. And I'll put a picture of him in um, this giant crazy Gundam costume that he made a few years back. It's just kind of funny. He's a what? Just like you? Anime nerd. Don't oh, worry about it. It's a pop culture thing. But right. And he does a good job. I think he works for one of these new news organizations as one of their uh, talking pundits. And Yeah, he's on uh, uh, Newsmax, I think. Yeah. yeah, I thought he did a good job on uh, Saturday Night Live, though he looked kind of feminine. It was that fat girl who played him on Saturday Night Live. Oh, Melissa McCarthy. I'm remembering that now. Okay. But he, he legit, I think he got to the semifinals for Dancing with the Stars. Oh, and they hated him. They hated him because of it. Yeah. But but, uh, that's really all I got for you today. Um, Ann Coulter did tweet out a story about the beagles that are typically used for the medical experiments. And so they're used at this, they're bred at this one facility. And that one facility has now been shut down. And um, Senator uh, Bill Stanley, you can contact his office if you're interested in adopting one of these beagles that was bred to probably be experimented on by our good friend, Dr. Fauci. So um, yeah, it want- probably has six feet in one eye and uh, it's all genetically deformed. But these are the ones that would have gone to the facilities for the NIH. So if you want to save one of these dogs that has been saved from being eaten by sandflies, uh, potentially uh, contact Bill Stanley. You know, Stu, um, I'm not a weepy, um, you know, emotional kind of dog loving guy but i agree with you that's a good idea and beagle's a good dog